right, everybody, welcome into the Fresh Takes podcast with Russo and Felice. I'm Paul Russo. That's Nick Felice. Nate Sharman behind the scenes, as always. You'll hear his voice uh, live from the FingerLakes1.com studios, third floor of the North Park building in not quite downtown Seneca Falls, New York. Nick, happy Thursday. Happy to see you as always. Looking good over there. I disagree with it. I think we're downtown Seneca Falls. Well, it's a play on words because uh, Nate, Nate thinks we are in downtown Seneca Falls directly. This is downtown Seneca Falls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, me and Paul are, you know, we're uh, Southsiders. That's a good know. point. Yeah, we are. That's where the money is. To be fair, Nate, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Nate, albeit Waterloo native Nate. He's a South Sider as well, technically. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in the town of Seneca Falls. Yeah, Water, but you're a South Sider. Central School District. Yeah, but you're a South South. You're a South Sider as well, though technically, South Side of the Canal. So sure. Yeah, you can't beat the South Side, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got my uh, New York Rangers sweatshirt on today. We won six in a row. Mm-hmm. Got a point in eight last eight games. Feeling good. Undefeated since we got Vladimir. Uh, und- Knicks are undefeated since we got Josh Hart. So I'm feeling good, Paul. Yeah. With my winner team. And we have breaking Knicks news. Julius Randle's in the three-point contest now. <laughs> yeah. You know. Hey, play to get it's to, something. though. Play to get to, though, right? Recapping the Super Bowl. Lots to touch on there. We got pitchers and catchers officially reported. And uh, Daytona 500 this weekend. So, Is it even really pitchers and catchers? Do we even get excited? They've been there for like a week now. We'll, we'll get into that. That's actually one of the discussion points. So Okay, okay. But first... We have the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57, 38-35 final. The Chiefs coming away victorious. We were all wrong. Over the Eagles. We, I, was, I specifically was allowed wrong. <laughs> um, let's jump. I, I want to start here. Um, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, uh, obviously the two key focal points within the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey as well at this point. Um it's interesting because I – so I, I get home from work the other day, and I don't pay attention really to the first take stuff anymore. I just find a lot of that stuff. They're just talking out, you know, the back end. But they <clears> – <throat> excuse me. They asked an interesting question. I want to pose it to you. I'm intrigued to hear Nate's thoughts on this as well. Are the Chiefs won a dynasty at this point? And the second part of this, I want I want to – this is my own personal question to you guys on this. Are we treating them like we did the San Antonio Spurs in a way? <coughs> if, you, if you catch the drift. You want to start with me? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, first of all, I just – I started recording, you know, past – Good morning footballs and good NFL lives. And I'm, I've gone, I've watched about a month tapes mm-hmm. of the start of the season. I still have yet to find anyone say that the Chiefs are were oh, not going to win the Super right. Bowl. Right, the, the disrespect <laughs> thing as well. Yeah. I have not done that. But I just, Travis Kelsey, he, he was, I don't know what he was thinking, but uh, after that Super Bowl, he said, I don't know why he's so bitter. But to answer your question, mm-hmm. he, yeah, they're a dynasty. Obviously, they didn't get to the Super Bowl last year. The Bengals mm. did that. They've won twice, been three times, and have won and have been to the AFC Championship five straight years. I don't agree that they're the San Antonio Spurs. I've always I, I don't think they're like the Spurs. I think it's the treatment that we kind of gave the Spurs. 
Yeah, I always compare, back in the day, I used to always compare the St. Louis Cardinals to the San Antonio sure. Spurs. Two, t- two great organizations. Mm-hmm. Never got the love that they deserved. But the Chiefs have the best player in football on their team. Mm-hmm. They have Patrick Mahomes on their team. I don't think you can say that with the Spurs or the Cardinals. Wow. Oh, Maybe, hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I was going to say, say that with the Spurs. LeBron was around. I mean, Kobe was there. Yeah, but no one ever looked at Duncan, Tim Duncan. As Duncan the for a stretch there was. I mean, he was tough to handle. Never, he never got the love yeah, he deserved. He was a anyway. top five player. But he never no got the love he deserved top. anyway. No one know. looked at him as top. But I think they're a dynasty that's not over. I, I think mm-hmm. this is a Chiefs team that could get. I've seen it before the Super Bowl that. This Patrick Mahomes guy, Travis Kelsey, they got a shot to catch Tom Brady. And that's crazy. That's right. crazy talk. Yeah. That's five more Super Bowls. But they have a – I mean, they're like the Patriots. They're like the Patriots dynasty. I mean, they were in the AFC championship game. They played in a weak division. Even though the Chiefs division is a little tougher than, you know, the Patriots division back when the Bills weren't very good and all that. But So all they had to do was win the division. They got a bye each year. Back then it was two byes. But all they had to do was win one divisional round game. And they were in the AFC Championship game. And I think that's the same case with the Chiefs we got going on here. So I could see them, you know, easily get back in that Super Bowl, which is not easy to do, but mm. easy for them. Nate? I want to start with the uh, Travis Kelsey stuff, mm. um, with everything with saying we don't believe in him. And he's got, a, in my opinion, he's got a little bit of a ground to stand on because we did talk all offseason, not only just us, but everybody, about the AFC West, right, uh, with um, – Russell Wilson going there with the Broncos. We talked about the Oakland, we talked about the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, Derek Carr. We talked about Justin Herbert. We, all we did was talk about the AFC West all year and how it's going to be the best division in football and you know maybe it's time for a different team to win and stuff like that. So I think he has a little bit of ground to stand on. Maybe not make the playoffs. That might be a little bit of a stretch, him saying that. But in football, you need to find that bulletin board material. And I've said it once. I'll say it again. They were able to do that, a really good coaching job, and to get everyone bought into that. No one believes us to be here. And so uh, by having that and being able to, to kind of feel yourself with that is really important. For the Dynasty stuff, definitely on their way. Um, I don't know if you can call it a Dynasty yet. Very, very close. If not, if you can't call it, I, I wouldn't argue with you if you call it a Dynasty. But in my mind, very, very close. Um, those stats are just unbelievable. So I think what you're saying is they need that. They need one more championship. Probably, right? yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, three's three's kind of like that standard. Seems like ground. the number, right? Yeah, yeah three's kind of the, usually a standard ground. Like you got to win at least back to back one time. To See, I don't, I don't know if that's you need, fair too, Nick. Well, I don't necessarily think you need to win back to back because we always, again, going back to the Spurs, we a lot of people classify them as the dynasty that never went back to back. You know, in fact, to be fair, did the did the Patriots ever go back to back? Now that I'm thinking about believe it, so. maybe uh, once, but thirty-nine. And oh, twice. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah, and then uh, they twice. Won. Yeah, I mean, they, they won, won six times, so they had to go back to back, right? But I mean, like like I said, I mean, I guess uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if you necessarily need to go back to back to be a dynasty, per so, se. Certainly helps. Right. I think you look back at kind of the general sports construct right i think that's the way a lot of people classify dynasties right i mean the yankees like the yankees in the 90s you look back at the a's in like the 70s for baseball 
you know, in that sense, the Lakers. Lakers and Celtics, they kind of had some back-to-back stuff in the 80s there, but they were kind of alternating in a weird way. Um, so, yeah. yeah the There's Bulls, a difference yeah. between dynasty and then great stretches. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's always teams that are in contention for, this, for the championship in sports. Mm. But, you know, they're just oh. always around for those years. So, it's good stretches. But dynasties yeah. have to deal with championships. And the Chiefs do have two in four years, three, three Super Bowl appearances in four years, too. Yeah, no. So let's um let's address the what what still is kind of the elephant in the room, courtesy of the greatest halftime show of all time. Well, no, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> courtesy though of Juju Smith-Schuster, AJ Brown, and yeah. I guess wannabe meme lords everywhere. Uh, James Bradbury, the defensive holding call called against him, and I've said this all week, and I'll, I'll say it here again. Right? I mean, it by letter of the law. It, it's the correct call. Where, where it's not the right call, though, is the fact that they weren't consistent with it all game. And I, I find it, again, tough to have that be called in that situation. Uh, but to me, the part that I don't, you know, that I don't like with it is the fact that it still has overshadowed what, in my mind, was the best Super Bowl in at least a handful of seasons, to be completely honest, in terms of actual gameplay in terms of you know football being played i mean it was the best super bowl we've had in about five years and bro i've won it, it, it sucks that one call is overshadowing what was a good game arizona or glendale arizona does a great job for the super bowls not great job with the field uh, a little slippery but uh yeah, the, the sod father was not was not great <laughs> but you know you had the super bowl 42 there yeah you know my beloved giants got the big one over the undefeated patriots uh, then he had Super Bowl 2015. Don't know which one it was in 2015, but it was the, you know, my brother's Seahawks. 49. Seahawks throwing the interception. Yeah, 49. 49. Was it 49? Yes, because 50 yeah, was the 50 next year. 50 was next year, yeah. Yeah, so Super Bowl 49. Uh, yeah. Plus, plus, for Seahawks. plus college football playoff and college football playoff championships. Boise State, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some great yeah. Cardinal games Fiesta there. Bowl. Some, there was some great... <laughs> you know, playoff Cardinal games there. There were though. Yeah. The Larry Fitzgerald. Waste management Phoenix Open. Sure. Yeah. Phoenix Open. Phoenix Open being played at State Farm State Farm Field. <laughs> <laughs> it should. Uh, Noted 16th hole <laughs> out in the parking lot. I don't even remember what the question you asked me. I was just going on about the stadium. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you asked me about the. Well, play, it the was play. kind. Of, it was kind of like about the call, and you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a holding penalty, in my opinion. Right. But you don't call that there. I mean, the dramatics of the game were just completely gone after that. Mm-hmm. I know Butt Kicker, whatever his name is. Butker. <laughs> he, he has been struggling this year. He was not his normal self this year. But anybody can make a 20-yard field goal, um, even with all the pressure on him. So, And it wasn't that much pressure because it was a tied game. So, uh yeah, it just took everything out of it. The Eagles had no shot. I think if you gave the Eagles, you gave Jalen Hurts a minute 30, I think they could have you know, easily have gone down there and t- tied the game up. I would love to see the new overtime rule, um, but I think they could have won the game. I really do. So the head ref was Carl Cheffers. He had going into this two previous Super Bowls. Um, collectively, this is actually a very experienced crew in terms of uh, postseason eight of the – or five of the eight on-field 
members of the crew have been in previous Super Bowls or been a part of officiating previous Super Bowls. Um, but Sheffers has had fair criticisms all year overall on his staffs and the crew that he's led. Obviously, postseason, you don't you aren't with your normal crew. It's the best of the alleged best kind of going forward. I don't like that. I get it, yeah, but I, don't I, like it. I, I like the chemistry throughout the whole year. Well, I'm with you. And every sport every sport does it, though. I mean, Major League Baseball, it's it's tends to be, right? I mean, who has the alleged best? It's why we don't have Angel Hernandez out there. <laughs> uh, it's why we usually have guys like um, Pat, Pat – uh, what's his name? He had the – he called the called a perfect game in the World Series, the umpire, either way. Uh, but – I, I think football football's that one where yeah, I think you definitely need that that chemistry element of it, right? Um Because I, there is six yeah, of them. Right. And I th- no, eight. Six, eight. Whatever. There's a <laughs> but, lot of them out there. But no, no, I'm with you though, because look, when you end up with people you don't usually call game with, right? Usually each crew is known for how they call a game. Like we 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 jokingly say it when we watch games together, even though I think it might be slightly exaggerated. But you know, if Sean Hockley's crew is out there for your game, expect a lot of flags, you know, stuff like that. Man um, loves to talk. So um, it, it's stuff like that. So I do I do agree with you that chemistry element of it's probably pretty. I, I think it is an underrated aspect of that. Yeah. Certainly, um, only because I see it over on the other monitor there, Nate, and I hate you for that. But Nick loves you for that. Um, that was terrible. You know, you know who, you know who crew, you know who the head official and crew for that game was, right? Put it on the screen so you can see it. Appreciate it. You know who was the crew? Who, on? who was the crew? Carl Cheffers. Oh yeah. Yep. So that was a when you really think about that Giants Washington game, that was a huge game. Pivotal. Where we ever won that game made the play, was going to make yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, I think so. That was a huge game, even though it was like week 14 or whatever. Brutal. Um, yeah, let's talk for a moment, though, before we before we head off to more topics here. Um, obviously, halftime, I didn't include this, but general consensus, right? Don't you put that one up there. I, I refuse to allow you to put that one up there. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> I, Nate, I ain't about to get feedback back from people on that one. <laughs> um, commercials sucked for the oh, most part. Awful. But I will say this. The Michelob Ultra commercial was fantastic. The Caddyshack uh, commercial. And I thought the most important part of that, Tony Romo got poached away from Corona. Yeah. It was breaking news. Yeah. Incredible. Nate, did you have a particular one or were you a Michelob guy because of the golf? Uh, no, I hated them all. Really? It yeah, was... I'm not a commercial guy. All right, fair enough. All right, let's talk Rihanna. Um, I Look, I hate how people are kind of going about this. Nobody's saying that it was the best performance of all time, but that was one hell of a performance, I thought, in my opinion. And I'm not really a big Rihanna guy, but you want to know what? She went out there, she slayed, and it was great. I was somewhat right. I said she would open up with diamonds. She closed with diamonds. Yeah, that's and true. Uh, I thought it was uh, – Pretty sketchy of her to be pregnant like that, uh, up, <laughs> up oh, 100 feet in the air. Just just only, that's the portion of it that's sketchy, just not being up there, period. We had a dancer almost fall. Have you seen that video? No. One of the dancers almost fell. Talk about dumb ways to die. <laughs> I am 
I'm a, I, I love roller coasters. I, a 400 foot roller coaster will not bother me, but being up on like something like that, 100 feet in the air, ugh, that would sketch me out. I know she was, you know, latched on, but other than that, it was a great performance. I'm a huge Rihanna fan. Um, I'm, I've been been a fan for a long time, <laughs> but, but you know, she's she has some hits. She hasn't made much lately, but you know. I think it can only get better than that Maroon 5 concert a couple years ago. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a good halftime show. That's really all I got to say on that. Did you enjoy it, Nate? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, um, it wasn't – I don't think it was, like, the best halftime show ever, but it was It was good. By the way, the absolute fortitude to open up with better have my money. Yeah, that makes sense. Whoo! I can't believe I didn't think of that before the – and they didn't. They didn't. They weren't able to censor all that first line. I can tell you that much. That was fantastic. I thought. Did you guys see the discourse about you know how you could bet on the first song? Mm-hmm. Did you see there was some there was some fun head, but that she really? said let's go like under her breath before she started that first song. Did she? So there was a little bit of discrepancy upon which quote unquote song she did first. Oh come on! I know it's it's. That's when you run into that. A lot of that's offshore books, and you, right. you run into a lot of discrepancies when you use those to gamble. Um, I don't, never have, never will. So, yes. So, her set list was Bury My Money, Where, Where Have You Been, Only Girl in the World, We Found Love, Rude Boy, Work, Wild Thoughts, Pour It Up, All the Lights, Run This Town, Umbrella, and she closed with Diamonds. Isn't it crazy she has, like, probably 10 or 15 more songs she could do? Yeah. Well, there was a couple, like I said. I, I kind of, I'm Disturbia. I was, Sturbia, I was yeah. pleasantly surprised that Sturbia wasn't up there. I was pleasantly surprised. Please don't stop the music. Don't stop the music, right? And then some pun the replay was also not right. on there. I mean, and and Shirani. Shirani was not there either. <laughs> uh, for for that specific type of audience, but um, yeah, I mean, I I just like nobody said it was the best performance. It was the, good. The, it was a good performance. I just gotta say the Gronk field goal thing was a letdown. Oh yeah. What yeah. what the heck was that? Uh, dumb. Also, I didn't fully understand how FanDuel kind of was operating that. They need Did I be, get my cent? I, I mean, I got three I bucks. I got five bucks. I got three. <laughs> so, I, I don't know how they were like. Uh, they need to do better. Do better than FanDuel. Did he? he missed it. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, he definitely missed it. You didn't see the alternate angle, Nick? It, it clearly I mean, misses. No. Are we sure he even kicked an actual thing and that's not CGI? Did you see the way that thing hooked? Sure, you can have that argument. That thing hooked windy, like I've right? never seen a football hook before. It was pretty windy, wasn't it? I mean, it's not like he was kicking in Chicago. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's move ourselves along here uh, to pitchers and catchers reporting for baseball. Uh, as always, it's one of those, for me anyway, sure signs of the spring type thing. Uh, Nick, you brought up a good point, though, a little bit on air, and you just even said a little bit off air. Uh, these guys got there probably about a week or so ago, a lot of them, even though the actual report date wasn't until this past Tuesday or yesterday on Wednesday for some teams as well. Um, so it, it's interesting. I think the World Baseball Classic kind of has a little bit to do with that at this point, for some, at least for some guys. Um, I think Mike Trout um, – Mike Trout said that for him he had to ramp up what he does by about a month earlier only so that he can be ready to go come March when, when World Baseball Classic gets going. Uh, but 
it's a little bit of a different discussion for a different moment. Um, it's a sure side of the spring for you, at least, Nick. You know, tide turns here a little bit. We got guys reporting in Arizona and Florida for teams. Um, you know, obviously for us, we're we're big baseball guys. So, um, for you, sure side in the spring, or <laughs> still pump the brakes until we get a couple more weeks along and we have those first televised games going on. Yes, I, I love baseball. Um, I will never forget that Nate is a Pirates fan again. Uh, I forgot it before the off this off air before the show, but. Uh, you poor, you poor guys. <laughs> us pirate fans need to stick together. Uh, but uh, you know, always looking forward to this time of year. Uh, pitchers and catchers report. You know, it's it's just a it's just a title now, mm -hmm. like the middle of the week because they do, they're all there. They've been there since last week. I mean, obviously there it is the mandatory day where you have to show up, but you know they're all ready to go. These are these are. These are especially pirates, you know, young team. They're all looking forward to get back mm -hmm. to work, you know, try and improve their game, help the help the organization out. So but the World Baseball Classic is this year out. It's been six years since we had one. Thanks, COVID. Uh <laughs> looking forward to that United States Giants game later next month. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. United States twins. Mm -hmm. What do you got in those games? I'll go with the national teams only because in the past, those major league teams usually don't even trot out. Yeah. Um, Wait, they play the MLB teams too? A uh, so couple extra games. Yeah, what if they're on both teams? Ups, yeah. Is there anybody that's on both teams? Yeah, but you're probably playing for the national team at that point. Yeah. Huh. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's almost like, remember in the old video games, you would be like a, the U.S. team and you'd play against yeah. like a team and you'd, you'd be them and you'd be playing against them at the same time. I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little disappointed. You'd be able to clone them. Matt's Mariners got Canada. They played Canada once. That'll happen. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. So, um, what's interesting is, is well, you know, a lot of guys we talk about reporting, but there's been some interesting smaller headlines at this point, kind of going forward. Um, the surprise Jacob Degrom already being held a couple of days because of soreness or tightness in his left side, like. <laughs> Uh, but um, Steven Strasburg did not report. Now, it's not that he's holding out or anything like that. Uh, he is coming back off from surgery and still has been dealing apparently with some nerve issue, which has, is not good. Has Steven Strasburg pitched since that opening Pirates game? No, he has not. <laughs> we saw him in Rochester, didn't we? Yeah, well, he did rehab, right? I mean, he did have some rehab, but it uh, goes. But I was talking about his career star, but <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, like 14 Ks. Delman Young had a home run off him that game, though, I remember. Never forget. Delman. Delman. Known, known crazy. Not Delman. the Delman Young you think of, though. He's also crazy, though. <laughs> Delman Young. But, uh, but yeah. Um, can we take anything from really the next week or so? Uh, like, no. No. I mean, other than Frankie Montez throwing one pitch and pitchers and catchers report, and he's done for a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He didn't even throw a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate news for him and the Yankees. But, uh, no, you don't really. It's just you get to see some videos on Instagram, uh, some pictures on the website. You know, it's, that's really all you're getting. It's just practice. Until we next Friday and then Saturday when everyone starts playing. Once we get some box scores, get some results, then you start learning something about your team this spring. Obviously, huge spring. Like, this is a monumental spring with all the new rules. This mm -hmm. is going to be the most important spring. It kind of sucks that it is a World Baseball Classic yeah. for these guys because I don't know, is the WBC, are they doing these rules or no? 
I don't think they're doing all of them. But no. anyway, these guys need to learn this pitch clock, and they need to, you know. Well, that was my follow-up. That was thing. my follow-up to that is the fact that with these rules, and they came out a little bit, you know, yesterday and the day prior with, you know, they kind of walked through different media groups, whether out in Arizona or in Florida, depending upon where you were, um, about, like, you know, the base size, for example. And like, the pitch clock to me is going to be, I think, the pitch clock to me is actually kind of like a non-one because a lot of the younger guys now, they're used to it anyway. Obviously, you know, like a guy like Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, who's never really had to deal with that, that might be a little bit different, but it's not like either one of those guys take a while. The one that I find actually more interesting is um, because of the pitch clock, we now have uh, the balks are going to be more in focus now, and wind-ups for pitchers are going to be more looked at. So, like, Luis Garcia's wind-up, that's illegal now. That's considered a balk. Uh, what Nestor Cortez does, that's going to be under the microscope as well. That will be considered a balk, some of his moves. But Johnny Cueto. Cueto, Cueto would be another guy, right, uh, that will be under the microscope with some of his stuff that could be considered a balk. Um, so, although I think within the first couple days here, I agree with you that won't be much takeaway. I think there will be some takeaways come Monday and Tuesday next week before we get to the games next weekend where teams will have inter-squad stuff, inter-squad games where – um, you do have umpires, big league and minor league umpires, at facilities to, to call the games as well. They, For them, it's spring training as well, where I think we'll see. We'll see how effective a guy like Nestor Cortez or Johnny Cueto or Luis Garcia are now uh, with kind of a, a key, in all honesty, key parts of their repertoire under the microscope. So we're, I do agree with you a little bit. In the sense that, yeah, I mean, like today and tomorrow, you're not going to, barring, heaven forbid, a, a guy's arm blowing out or something like that. There will be no takeaways. But I think, you know, come Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, when these inter-squad games happen, I, I think you can find stuff there with the rule changes happening. I definitely can see that. Yeah, we're just excited and, to see him on the field. And part of the inter-squad, I think you're going to see some of this in, before inter-squad stuff, depending upon when – full infielders get there. This, what type of really defensive positioning are we going to kind of see people in with, yeah. with the shifts being outlawed as well? So I think there's stuff there, but I think like those main storylines, right, you're probably not going to really get too, too much out of it. Yeah, and then once you get to week three, week four spring training, you're like, okay, wrap, <laughs> wrap this up. <laughs> you're ready to go. Yeah. All right. Let's shift gears. <laughs> this guy. Hi, Mom. Uh, we, uh, Daytona 500 this weekend kicks off NASCAR, their season officially. Also, the, 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 se- the 75th. Well, we'll get to that. The 75th <laughs> season of NASCAR is this yeah. week, is this year as well. So there's a lot going on and pop and panditry around that. Uh, but, yeah, Alex Bowman won the poll last night. Uh, Kyle Larson alongside him is Hendrick teammate. Wait, the duels were yesterday? Duels are tonight. They qualified to set the duels yesterday as well as the front row for the Daytona 500. So front row for the Daytona 500, row one is locked. Alex Bowman has got the pole. Kyle Larson will start second. Um, then what's the point of the duels? To set everybody else behind. And who will make the Daytona 500 as well? 
So Jimmy Johnson and Travis Pastrana, they're locked in on their qualifying speed. They're the quickest of the open cars. Two open spots are available still. Who will get those remains to be seen between Connor Daly, Chandler Smith, uh, Austin Hill, and who's the other one I'm forgetting? Uh, Zane Smith. So um, be interesting to see who gets there. I don't know who's going to make it out of that group, to be honest, to get to the 500 tonight. I really don't. Connor Daly was the only one to not take a time because of a mechanical issue. So um, let's go, Connor Daly. You know, do you know Connor Daly? He's an amazing race alum. Of That's course, true. I know. And an IndyCar driver. So yeah. Who did he? Who did he participate? Do you remember who did he participate with? In the Amazing Race. Yep. Come on, Alexander Rossi. Attaboy. All right. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you remember the guys. I'm proud of you. I remember my characters on my reality game. You're shows. a backdoor <laughs> racing fan. I am a low-key racing fan, Paul. I who, who, who Do you know who Alexander Rossi's running IndyCar with this year? No, I don't know his owner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing around. But you know who – here's the interesting thing for you. Do you know who Connor Daly's team owner is for NASCAR this year for the races he's running? Uh, Michael Jordan. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Oh. Part of the money team racing squad. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward, obviously, this whole Daytona weekend's fun. Trucks run tomorrow night, Friday night. Obviously, the duels tonight. Arca and Xfinity on Saturday and the Daytona 500 on Sunday. So, uh, looking forward to that. Um, obviously, I mentioned it, right? There's going to be a lot of pop and circumstance the whole year, but the Daytona 500, 75th anniversary of it. It's actually the 65th annual Daytona 500 as well. Kind of coincides nicely there. Um, so, it's going to be a lot of cool legends and stuff going on down there. Richard Petty, there's like a whole group doing uh, the command of fire engines on Sunday. It's going to be really interesting. But uh, who, you know, you, you've watched now a couple different portions of Daytona 500s. Um, I've watched a lot of them. I remember good. Jamie McMurray winning the one. So you go back to 2010. I remember the 2013 one with Bob and Pablo Montoya's car. That was 2012. When it blew on fire. That was 2012. <laughs> uh, Paul, I know what I'm talking about here, all right, with my NASCAR. Right. I remember. Uh, so who's your pick to win then? The Daytona I think Bubba would be a great story. Hell yeah. My guy. That would be, I think that would help NASCAR put it on the Put it on the back of the map on ESPN, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> well, as long as they don't have Sage Steele doing the interview. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's going to win? Well, who you said won the poll? Alex Bowman won the poll. Yeah, it's never the poll guy. No. I remember the one Danica Patrick. She could have gotten third place, but fell to eighth place mm-hmm. in the last lap. I know. What, I remember my Daytona 500 is Paul. She won the poll that year. Yeah, she won the poll. Uh Final year, I'm going. I, I thought he would win the 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 class. I'm going Kevin Harvick. Stick with on Harv. Yes. Trying to get a second Daytona 500 crown. But I would love to see Jimmy Johnson win. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. So, um, what are the odds, Nate, over there for for Harv? By the way. Um, Harvick's way down there. 2,500. 25 Ooh. to one. Ooh. Nice little payday. Nice little for the old is this going to change a lot in the next day? With the yeah, it might shift depending upon the outcome Will Larson of Larson still be the favorite? For who? Will Larson still be the favorite probably? Larson's the favorite for the Daytona 500? Yep, on the green book, he's 10 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I What's d- Chase Elliott? That's dumb. <laughs> but uh, Chase well. Elliott is 12 to 1. Larson is an awful 
pack racer. You know, he I'm going par- to parlay. Can I parlay Chase Elliott and Tiger Woods this weekend? Yeah, why not? Ooh, I love that. Look at you go. Look at both of you go. Uh, I'm on. I, I I'm on Blaney. I think for the moment, but yeah, I mean odds. The odds could shift because of the way the duels end up tonight. To be honest, so it'll be interesting. He's, you keep talking about these duels. I, I mm. still don't get. It's a. It's for so, who makes so, the tournament? It makes <laughs> it makes the race. So no matter what, Alex Bowman and Kyle Larson are locked into starting p- number one and number two. So yeah. dual so qualifying ra- was yesterday. Correct. So dual race number one. One's practice. Uh, tomorrow. We're talking about practice. <laughs> so dual race number one consists of the drivers who qualified in odd positions on time. So one, three, five, seven, nine, eleven, et cetera, et cetera. Dual race two is for the even drivers. So speeds in two, four, six, et cetera, et cetera. Dual race one will determine the inside lane of the race for the lineup. So if you so if, say Alex Bowman, even though he's on pole, he's locked in there. So if another driver uh, in dual race number two, so I'll start by saying his teammate William Byron, who had the third quickest time in qualifying, if he wins the duel, that means he's starting position three. If he were to finish fifth in the duel, in his duel, he'd be starting in row five, position nine. So that determines the inside lane. The, likewise, the duel two determines the outside lane. And the duels also determine which of those open cars I was talking about make the Daytona 500. Thank you. You really uh, clarified it. <laughs> I don't think I did for you. <laughs> Who's the defending champ? Of the Daytona 500? Is it Michael McDowell? No. He won it two years ago. Two years ago. Who is? Who's the defending champ? Austin Sindrick. Mm. You don't like him this week? Mm. I don't. Who do you like? I like Ryan Blaney. I like Ryan Blaney. The Fords um, have a new nose. Um, it's a flatter nose. It does well going down the straightaway. It plows more air out of the way. Um, they run so. Uh, look, they run a Mustang style body, Ford Mustang. Uh, Chevy runs a Camaro. Toyota runs a Camry. Uh, so they have to look like a little bit like the cars on the road. Yeah. So um, they'll do well down the straightaways. They won't do as well in the corners, whereas the more pointed Camaro and Camry noses will do a bit better there, but they won't do as well down the straightaways. Um, and the Fords have had consistently better speeds so far. Um, in the top 10 alone, there were more Fords and Chevys and Toyotas combined. Uh, the Fords being Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, Harrison Burton, Eric Almarola, Chase Briscoe, and Austin Sendrick. Um, you know, the other drivers is Bowman, Byron, as I mentioned, and uh, Kyle Larson and <clears throat> Kyle Busch with his new team, by the way. So um, it will be it will be pretty interesting. Obviously, you mentioned Jimmy Johnson. He's locked in. Would be cool. Him and Travis Pastrana are locked in as the open drivers, as I mentioned. So. They don't have to worry. Today is just kind of like a free practice session for them in a way. They'll out and they'll race. It's not like they aren't going to race, but they aren't going to be what I will say the nervous bunch out of the four other open cars to gun for those two spots. So who do you like this year? Let's hear your picks. Yeah, it's interesting because um, if last year taught us anything, it's that legitimately anybody has that chance, right? So I think for me – 
there's a lot of a lot of people are taking like Bubba as a dark horse. I'm not too sure if I'm a fan of that. I think he's yet to make the playoffs. He's yet to make the playoffs. I think he's got to make it first there. I mean, I'm expecting a big year out of him. Don't get me wrong, but um, I think for me, I think for me, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it going. I, I think I'm gonna go Ryan Blaney in all honesty this year. Oh. Um, I think this is a a big year for him. I think he, he look. He has a, he has an extension to stay with Team Penske, but to me. Uh, this is his, what I would call, kind of sh- push it or shove it type year, almost in a way. Question for you. Yeah. Has anyone won the Daytona 500 and won this season in the same year? Oh yeah, plenty of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah plenty of times. Um, let's see. Jeff Gordon comes to mind in '97. Oh, that was recent. Dale Jarrett <laughs> in '99. Uh, oh no, Gordon won in '99. Uh, let's see who else. Jimmy Johnson. I'm sure there's more. Jimmy yeah, Johnson Jimmy, jo- Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson, 2006 and 2013. Um, Logano didn't win it that year. This is good. Really great stuff for the audio-only portion of our of our audience. Uh. Yeah, it's off the top of my head. All I can it's all right. It's all right. You can so figure it out later. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's happening. It's not like it's some yeah. like uh, I'd say curse <laughs> or anything like that. But yeah, it's definitely happened more times than not, though. I think the Gibbs kid can make a run. Someday. Oh my God, you are disgusting. Ty Gibbs, Monster Energy, baby. Oh. <laughs> you want to know what's funny? He, he's sponsored by Monster Energy, and he's sponsored by a group called He Gets Us, which is a one of those really weird Christian organizations that, you know, you can already, without me saying, you can already assume, and they probably are backing not the best people in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's very funny that he has a Christian group like that as a sponsor, as well as Monster Energy, which, you know, we all have seen that Karen video in our time, so... <laughs> Be interesting. That's interesting. I don't. I don't know if he's going to do well this year. He didn't do well in the starts he had last year in this in this style he's of car. This year, right? He's full time. Yeah. So, um, interesting pick though. Interesting pick that you're going with. Almondinger's going to win at Watkins. Yeah. Almondinger's back full time. The Dinger, he's back. Sixteen. It's a good number. So, be interesting. Nate. You know, you know, next to nothing. Pick a Daytona 500 winner. Oh, I' gonna go with the same pick as I had last time. Demar Hamlin, Denny <laughs> Hamlin. Excuse me. <laughs> that is a good pick. Three-time winner of the Daytona 500. He's right up there in the odds. Yeah, looking like 12 to one. So nice little payday. Oh of, boy. Uh, number pick. three is able to get pick. it done. Is Matt Kenseth still a thing? No, he's in the <laughs> Hall of Fame now. <laughs> that that's how much he's not a thing anymore. Currently, he is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> So he won the Daytona 500. He did. He's he is a two-time winner of the Daytona 500. I respect uh, my grandpa. Mark Martin's the goat. Uh, Smart, good choice. Should have beat Jimmy Johnson that one year. <laughs> but anyway, who are your picks? You know, you are the cups. You do this every year. Yeah, it's sure I do. Um, I think for truck. Truck's interesting. They're a bit of crossroad. There's a nice youth revolution in trucks this year. Uh, with some decent veterans. Um, I think for Truck, Truck will go Ty Majeski. He was right on the doorstep last year, um, still with Thor Sport Racing. 
so I'll go I'll go Ty Majeski there, um, and um, they have a, they're back to being a Ford factory team this year, which I think is going to be pretty big. I think in the Xfinity side, um, I think um, gosh, I think in the Xfinity side, I'm gonna go Cole Custer. Got demoted really, to be honest, from the Cup mm-hmm. Series right back to Xfinity with Stuart Haas Racing. I but I think I'll go with Cole Custer back in the Double O, back in. I think a position that he's more comfortable in, more suited in. I'll go. I'll go the general Cole Custer there. And the Cup Series, you went Blaney. Yeah. So Ford, that, that would actually be a Ford sweep across the board if they all won the championships. I just realized. So that's yeah. interesting there. I'm a Hyundai yeah. guy. No Hondas in in Cup <laughs> in NASCAR a, right now. Ah, no. damn. And in fact, <laughs> in fact, there's a lot of people who don't have Hondas right now. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awful joke. I got it. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so, yeah. Well, enjoy the Daytona 500. Yeah, I will. I hope you do as well. Mm-hmm. Will you be working? Yeah, I will be working. Oof. But I'll have to pay attention because it will go in the newspaper. You have it on the background, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. That or if Tiger trying to win the championship. Nate, isn't it your birthday on Sunday? Yes. Will you be watching? No. <laughs> Maybe the end. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So if Tigers win, if Tigers yeah, make the charge, though, they're not on watching Daytona. It's Sorry, Paul. When's race start? Two o'clock? Two thirty. Two thirty. What? How long does it take? About two hours? Three and a half. Three, Ooh. three and a half. All depends. It all oh, depends, time. really. So I have one question about the Daytona. One didn't get done till nighttime. One Paul Montoya one didn't start till the nighttime. Paul, how would you equate? I don't know if this is kind of a silly question, but how would you equate? So in golf, you know, obviously there's four majors, right? How would you equate uh, like the Daytona 500 in with like the season of NASCAR? Is it, it's uh, the biggest race, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's a, a Masters. Per, is there like four majors per se in NASCAR like yeah, that? Or? We, it, so NASCAR calls them the crown jewels. Okay. So Daytona 500, um, the Coke 600 in May. Um, now the Southern 500 is back to being a crown jewel at the Arlington Labor Day weekend. Um, and this one kind of has began floating a little bit, but we've kind of all settled on the Bristol night race. Okay. So, um, those would be our big four, but yeah, definitely. I would say the Daytona 500, you're, you're spot on with the masters. Um, we, I mean, it's, it's called the super bowl for stock car racing. It's NASCAR super bowl. So start um, the season. Yep. It's I'll try to tune in for a few laps towards the end. There you go. It was different because NASCAR, they get the same drivers every week. Correct. Unless there's some injury or something. Correct. Golf and tennis, they uh, not every not every golfer and tennis player play every tournament. So and they'll play in the majors. So NASCARs they have to continue to race to get the points. So, yeah. but starting with the Super Bowl. But it's best. what I know today on this Thursday, 304, Tiger Woods is teeing off. So to make a season debut. You heard it here of the Genesis. So that will do it for Fresh Takes for this week. Nick, who are you shouting out? Uh, I'm shouting out my dad. Uh, it's his birthday on Tuesday. Happy birthday. Um, Daryl Felice, uh, happy birthday. I'm not going to say his age, but I will tell you. 29. He, <laughs> I will tell you, he was alive when the, the Pirates and the Knicks last won their championship. So, and that was in the 70s. Jeez. You're brutal. <laughs> Nate, appreciate us always by the scenes. Happy 21st birthday to you. Enjoy the day. 21st. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> 26, right? Look at you. 
It's odd to be 26. 26 again. was a good year. Maybe my late 20s, unfortunately. Welcome. Welcome to the party. I won't be in my late 20s until I'm 29. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Nate, appreciate it as always. Happy birthday. Have a fantastic weekend. Yeah, happy birthday, Nate. Uh, so for everybody else at FingerLakes1.com, appreciate everybody for tuning in. We'll talk to everybody next Thursday. Enjoy the Daytona 500 weekend, everybody.